Alrighty, dub dub dub. So we got a special occasion here today. Mm. We have a uh, our first dragon. dragon. <laughs> we were joking with uh, Fat Linda from uh, the LA Fitness. She's one of the managers at LA Fitness, yeah. and she was joking about how she was really good at getting dragons, like drag from the street. They would like <laughs> do street. They would do street promo yeah. and like get people to come into LA Fitness and get memberships. Dragon man. Um, so this is not a dragon because. Uh, I originally asked you a week ago, but we yeah. did just do hot yoga together. We did, right? Yeah, and it was great. And you taught the hot yoga, so yes. And you did a great job practicing it. Well, you know, I get humbled every time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was on a good streak of the dancer's pose, like having like never fallen in like months. Yeah. But today, I was just like, I had a thought, and I was like. Wow, that's beautiful. I'm humbled once again. <laughs> just as you think, you know, you're right. just as you think, you will be humbled. Mm -hmm. So that's the beauty of hot yoga is a chance yeah. to get away from your thoughts and your ego and yeah. um, just feel and listen. And that's yes. why the instructor is so important in hot yoga. Right. You're literally like singing for an hour and a half almost. Like it's a performance. <laughs> it does feel that way. I, I, but I don't think of it that way. It's a more like I'm trying to help you all make it through. And not just make it through, but like enjoy it and like find your level of success for the day. And then, and then even more than that, like can you get past your own self like can you get past your own body and into your mind and find union there in your body and soul and spirit like that's the eventual goal yoga means union oh, yeah? like it means yoke literally so like you're yoking yourself together and then it's union with yourself and union with the people around you so that's kind of like the eventual overarching goal of it and so then it's like that's my goal is how do i get people who have no real thought about like trying to connect themselves together connect with other people they're just trying to like exercise and hold the posture mm -hmm. and get through it and it's hot so it's like sweat sweating through it and like how do I get them though to quiet themselves enough to look inward to find like meditation even in the movement even when your heart's pounding like a mm. hundred miles an hour you know so it's really beautiful it's like such a wow. fun fun thing that I get to do I'm really honored to get to do it yeah well you definitely take a spiritual approach which not not every uh yoga high yoga instructor maybe changes it up so much because i've yeah. i've had a few uh who are basically super robots which you mm -hmm. know i can be a robot at times so I, yeah. I i totally understand and sometimes it's fine it's like but some instructors are more robotic i'd say you're a bit more uh creative and and you know yeah uh, like you're more excited so you're kind of like you're, you understand a lot about the spiritual side yeah, such yeah. that it's more meaningful to you than, yeah. than just a series of postures and, and right. you know, is there a one best way to um, guide someone in a, in a hot yoga posture? I mean, no, there's many right. ways. And different teachers connect with different students. Um, there's like a dialogue that we all use, you know, and so like you start with the dialogue and a lot of, there's a lot of instructors who believe firmly in the dialogue where you can only say the specific words in that dialogue and that helps the students focus in. And, but I'm, I'm not one of those instructors. I like changing it up. I like to teach to the class that's in front of me, you know, mm. like, and so 
there's a lot of words in the dialogue and sometimes you don't need them. Like sometimes people already know where they're going. Like they know how to cross their elbows, wrists, forearms and pull their elbows down. And so if they're already there, just say cross and twist, bring your elbows down. You know, like yeah. you don't need to like say all every single word every time. And, and then instead there's more room for other things like lift your chest up, bring your shoulders back, sit down more, you know, like, mm -hmm. and then you can um, help them to see that, to keep your strong focus one point, you know, straight ahead of you relax your face like those things are not in the dialogue but it helps people to mm. um to focus in to enjoy themselves a little bit more hopefully hopefully yeah, yeah like uh i guess one example today when i'm in the dancer's pose one trick is like i, I like to feel well you'll obviously kick into it with your back foot but mm -hmm. I, and really the key is learning to feel really strong in that standing leg right. and never bend it you know right. if you just don't go as far as you can while keeping it straight but yeah the uh feeling in your shoulder too like really feel mm. like feel the kick open your shoulder up and like yes. and like yes. feel into there and then feel into your gut too like feel into your stomach too and like like that's kind of your source of uh stability you know and right. uh so they don't even and it's really a whole mental game that's why i love it you know it's yeah. like can you feel can you you know put your light of consciousness in enough you know, hold some good spots and with enough per effort, you know, where, and you listen the whole time. Mm -hmm. And that's where, to be honest, it's very important tempo for right. yoga teachers. So there yes. might be a script, there may not be a script, but I'd say, uh, maybe one word. I know you're like, okay, you're, you're, how, you're six months, seven months in? Uh, eight months to okay. my teaching. Yeah. Yeah. So New there's like a, kind of like each pose almost has like a climax. Right. For and sure. There's some kind of like, and it comes with experience, right? So yeah. like someday, I feel like you're still open to growing, right? As oh, a yoga for sure. teacher. 100%. So yoga te uh, teachers who have taught for like 10, 20 years, sometimes they get really good at picking up the energy of their instructions mm -hmm. up into that climax. Yeah. And then boom, release. Right. And it's like, it's like every pose is like this big, beautiful crescendo and then yeah, boom, release. Yeah, So like working on the, the tempo of the instructions, mm -hmm. like speeding it up, speeding it up, speeding it up, doo -doo, boom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the standing bow is one that you can, like the dancer that you call it. It's one of those two where you're driving your body down and forward, you're kicking back and up, your heart rate starts to go up as you bring your body down. When you bring your heart down, your heart immediately starts beating harder and so you're kicking your toes back and up you're getting a, a back bend and a spine trust you're pushing your fingertips forward you're kicking and reaching in equal measure at the same time and so it's like all of these things all at once and how do I get people to just feel what it's supposed to feel like because a lot of people don't have the, like eventually you end up in standing splits with your um, arms in a total um, in one line so parallel to each other. Mm. So standing splits with your arms and completely parallel to each other, back bend, spine twist. But most people are not gonna get there in their lifetime. You know, like they don't have the, that flexibility range of motion. I mean, they might some, if they really work at it, but you know, like that's hours of practice a day then, you know? And so then they're, if they can just feel what it's supposed to feel like, that's really the goal. Is their heart rate coming up? Are they bringing their body down? Are they stretching everything away from the heart while they do it? And so then like, mm. how do you get to that point? So like, it's that, like what you said, that growing with the instruction, helping them build into it, see if they can get to that point where they're like really in it, really feeling it. Yeah, no, it's for some people, it's like kind of a funny concept, hot yoga, like 
that people do this, yeah. but it's just like you get addicted to it if you do you it. Do. I'm basically a once a week addict. Yeah. Um, yeah that's because good. I'm aware in the world today there's toxins, there's there's things you do that aren't, you know, the healthiest and mm-hmm. To have a session where you just clear all that out of you, right. all the bad, uh, it's one key to longevity, and it's right. just like so. It's I just feel so I, I'm addicted, you know, That's to awesome. many things. But mm-hmm. once a week, I'm definitely addicted, and yeah. I understand it's one of the more expensive things because you have to have a space for it, right. controlling the heat. Right. Uh, you know, rent ain't cheap. Whenever you're just doing yoga classes, you know, yeah. like it's true. So right. there's a reason. That's like the one thing I will pay for. Right. Um, but it's amazing to understand like how someone like yourself, you know, would become devoted to that. So like, mm. what's the story of that? Like you, Sarah, you got quite yeah. a long life and I'm assuming this is kind of recent for you. So it's like, yeah. you're not, you're not, I'm not calling you old. Oh my God. Quite you're a, a young life. soul. You're uh, a young soul. Sure. And, and, but All like, right. you know, what's, what's your story? So I, I have three children. I started, uh, practicing. I've never been super athletic. I was a swimmer in high school, but not like, I didn't like most sports. Like I was afraid of the ball. Um, But, you know, so not really like into going to the gym or anything, but I wanted to get back in shape after I had my second child. And I was like, what what can I do? And I got a group on for yoga. And my first class was at 105F uh, in Wicker Park. Um, And it was so hot and I wore socks. (laughs) <laughs> and, which you don't wear socks if you don't know to hot yoga it's it's um it was really ridiculously hot and i did everything i just went for it i tried every posture and i did it to the best of my ability and i ended up with this terrible headache like just a migraine like awful headache but my body had never felt so good like i just felt so um i don't know so much space everywhere in my body and I just felt so good and then like the I was like okay this is it I got to keep doing this and so I did the group on and then I tried other kinds of yoga and I liked those too um but I kept coming back to the hot yoga like I would just feel so good afterwards I figured out like you can't clench your jaw for 90 minutes straight and not get a headache so I figured that out you know like over time Mm, so it's like then you just like start to get into it and you realize how good it is for you and then you start learning like the deeper things you know like how do I like I started to find compassion for myself in the postures you know like it's okay that I can't do this as deeply as I did yesterday or if that does if I fell out of that one or whatever you know like I started to learn some compassion for myself and then I started to learn compassion for others and I was able to apply that to the people around me like if someone put their mat directly in front of me I could be like okay that's all right no big deal I can move my mat over a couple inches or I can just not use the mirror today to practice and it's okay like I would started to find compassion oh that's for hard others. I'm, always, I'm always like I, I gotta see it I got that's kind of the whole point right. like today's some guy was walling around in his, his sweat in his pool his pool sweat and like yeah. just flapping around and I was like dude what the, what the yeah. hell man like you're just but I was like I just kind of smiled at the end I was yeah. like you know I mean, good for him he's practice. at least he's, he's trying. trying he's here he's, he's going, gonna, he's for going. It. <laughs> you know you know and then you like I mean it's the, his practice and if it's rolling around in his own sweat then that's it you know like we just hold space for other people and then i was able to like as time went on i was able to bring that to other areas of my life you know and i grew in patience and i grew in kindness you know for people like just compassion in general and then i started to like understand this was a deeper thing than just exercise it's actually you know like 
the the physical part of yoga the asana is one one of seven branches of yoga you know and so there's a whole other layer of like a whole so much more in yoga philosophy like it's a philosophy of living really is yoga mm -hmm. and asana is just one part of it and so yeah i i about three years ago i started practicing more and more consistently about every day and then uh eight months Go, my school did a yoga uh, yoga teacher training and so I was able to um, do that here in Chicago which there's not a lot of teacher trainings in Chicago so that was great because I have children I couldn't you know go somewhere else for a teacher training. so you did the 105 yoga training I know I did it through B yoga in Andersonville okay with Kat Levine she's an excellent uh, teacher so yeah it, it was a good training it was a uh, month-long intensive training where I was at the school like 200 10, hour uh, I don't know it's 10 hours a day and then um, for 20 days right for a month for 30 days and then well um, not weekends you get two days off a no week, right? we get we had Sundays off but we'd have homework so we were working pretty much the so, whole month straight and so it's an intensive usually you would do it for like eight weeks that's or what something. I did I did it in San Francisco got my yoga yeah. license there but it was I know like you could do like you could do continuous education, whatever, hot yoga specialty, whatever specialty. Right. But do you still have like the classic 200-hour yoga certification so or is it different? Mine's OHYA. It's so only Bikram? It's, yeah, only hot yoga. So that's what it is. And then, um, yeah. Okay, so then, so that, that, that's interesting because I didn't go through that kind of training. Right. Um, so I guess you still learn a lot about spirituality even with the hot yoga part of it or right. yeah well i'd read the yoga sutras i read the bhagavad gita um like all of those like ancient yogic texts you know as part of our training and then um so we did the philosophy the history of yoga um all that kind of stuff as well as then you know uh anatomy and physiology and uh like how the heat works thermodynamics in your body mm. and all of that stuff plus learning the postures and the dialogue and um the order of things so i mean it was an it's an intensive training and um yeah and a lot of uh bikram yoga teachers will go back and do it again over time to just refresh um and that's cool because it's it's so there's so much information and trying to squeeze it all into your brain in, in one month is kind of crazy. Yeah, month, so, one month is a lot. Yeah. yeah, I still study stuff all the time to help with the teaching as time goes on. So, yeah, I, that was about eight months ago. And now I'm, yeah, I've been teaching. I'm teaching like six days a week. Oh, yeah? Most of different the time. locations? Or? Yeah, at, at different locations. At two yoga schools. So 105F and B Yoga in Andersonville. And... Yeah, it's really awesome. It's just the funnest job. I mean, you get to go in, you do yoga all day, you practice yoga, you teach yoga. It's great. Is that your full time? Like, um, well, it's my only job. Right. I, it's almost full time. I also I'm one of the managers at the B Yoga Andersonville, so I do the um, marketing and um, social media, all the communications for um, that that school. Nice. Uh... So yeah, is there a need for more teachers or like what's the job market like for that for um, yoga? there's well i mean at 105 we actually need more pilates teachers right <laughs> but uh we work like they do their teacher training almost every year and so they end up usually having enough um teachers uh it's it's okay the market's okay there's a need but it's 
like it kind of goes up and down mm. you know like people a lot of people will end up probably like you found like uh, a lot of people end up teaching for a couple of years and then they move on to something else because it's not really a sustainable no no it's career. supposed to be a fun thing that it's you do like, yeah. when you feel there's like a need for it like i i feel yeah. a need for uh hosting free saturday yeah. yoga yeah. every saturday outdoors oh nice that's awesome yeah. and everywhere i live i want that and yeah. in miami we have great teacher uh we have a great yoga school that partnered with uh, espanola way in miami beach mm. and i just go there every saturday morning and it's free and i get to learn from a great teacher and like i don't feel the need to teach yoga in miami beach because yeah. that is available and right. i care about that so much yeah that here uh tried slash you know we did uh we, we did get one good session with uh yoga loft nice. uh, one of the one of the teacher training uh new new uh graduates taught a class and that was great yeah. um but then eventually i was like you know kind of like my own style mm-hmm. and it's just kind of a cool opportunity to like finally express myself in it um mm-hmm. and just you know use give back and feel the joy of uh, teaching once a week. Uh, totally. It's kind of cool. So Yeah, that's awesome. And there's not, I mean, this is something more people could do. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you search free yoga on like Eventbrite or Facebook, mm-hmm. like my thing comes right up. And yeah, that's awesome. There's not a whole lot. There's a few like fitness formula, puts on mm-hmm. some stuff on Sunday. Um, but there's really not a lot. And I, I think that's just part of like me appreciating the opportunity of the summer to do yeah. that and yeah. just jumping right into it where... It's not necessarily like a year-round thing. Right. So that's where hot yoga in Chicago, I understand why it's so big. Like, yeah. Because it's like, it's like, wow. Like you go into there during the winter and like, oh my gosh. you know, it's, it's just great. like, oh, the cold even feels a little good, you know, afterwards. So right. yeah. uh, I can see why it's huge here. Right. Um, yeah. With, with our, most of the year being cold, it's great to go somewhere where it's warm. That's why you guys love coming to Miami. Oh, I, in that's Chicago, true. people love Miami. I mean, it's only one hour time difference or, or for like, yeah. the time zone. Um, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I guess, what do you think uh, is stopping more people from doing hot yoga? I mean, the classes are already kind of full. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't know, like, if it's like, like, I, there's something that I love to promote. I love to promote, you know, free outdoor yoga and mm-hmm. big spaces. Um, yeah. I love to promote, you know, free run clubs, um, cool. you know, happy hours, just places for people to meet in groups and do healthy things and, and network. That's awesome. Um, you know, but hot yoga, it's sometimes, you know, they do kind of packed in, in there already. Um, but uh, I'm very thankful that it's around. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I guess you could say it's not for everybody, but uh, right. for, <laughs> it's very, very, I don't, to be honest, it's kind of like my weekly schedule is kind of like shaped off where is like the 9 nine thirty a.m yoga cl- hot yoga class yeah. Bikram that i can take because like at, at over here in mm-hmm. by lincoln park one there's only on tuesday really right. that they have yeah. that nine thirty slot yeah so now after hot yoga i don't feel like doing a run club at night i don't feel like i just feel like editing the podcast that's what i do on <laughs> I, I do the hot yoga and, I, and then i edit the podcast yeah. and upload it and it's like right. a tradition that i have nice but it kind of shapes the rest of my weeks habits right so in right. miami i do it wednesday morning mm. and here it's tuesday and it's just nice. like what i that's what i value most actually mm. it's like so if you guys ever took that away from me i'd be really sad right. i don't know what i do no the pandemic yeah. was rough for people and it's been like cool to see people coming back now like there's there was someone 
there today and it was only their second or third time back after the pandemic and and like just how free they get to feel again getting to go somewhere and practice yoga with mm. other people like there was a lot of zoom classes for yoga throughout the the pandemic but it was like it was hard for people to like feel connected that way you know like feel like they were really a part of it um and some people don't aren't technology savvy you know so they yeah. weren't doing it but then you know like it's so nice to go have somewhere to go where there's a community of other yogis getting together you're all doing it together you're moving together and it feels good to be in the hot room to sweat it all out get all of the toxins out to like get i mean the the hot air also expands your blood vessels so that you're getting more oxygen through your body so you're literally getting high off the oxygen mm -hmm. in your body and it so you just feel really good when you practice and so like people do feel better afterwards but it's you know motivation is hard like anything you know like doing something that's good for you when you could just sit on the couch or like scroll through instagram for the 400th time mm. in a row you know like it's hard to motivate yourself to do something where you have to get up get out go and and then work hard for well, you know, yeah. 60 or 90 minutes well let's say it it is like an expensive drug it like is. <laughs> it is an expensive let's be real drug. like yeah. I, that's like and i yeah, I, I love it so much i value sure it thing. but like what i pay for that versus like my gym membership versus my free run clubs versus yeah. like the pool like yeah. that's what i actually spend money on in terms yeah. of like my drug of choice for exercise right but yeah. i mean i think more people i think some people maybe see it as like too expensive or right. like the cost too much but like for once a week and you guys have a good plan at one of yeah. five which is like four classes or five classes a month right membership so yeah. you can just do like once a week uh, yeah. i think once a week is just like that's my prescribed uh medicine um you yeah. know and, and so i yeah, anyway, it is a long, uh, there's a long afterglow of the mm -hmm. hot yoga when you do yeah. it in the morning, you know, you right? feel it all You're day. All day long, you feel better. And you sleep great. You do. Um, it's wonderful. So, yeah, so it's great. And so I'm still curious, though, because you, uh, before you got into yoga, you mm. must have had a, another life as well. Did you ever, like, were you ever in the workforce doing anything interesting? <laughs> Um, not, not, I don't know how interesting it was. I was a, a vocal performance major. What? And so I was that's, a singer. That's cool. Yeah. But I'm not, not a, like, not a good enough one to really make a life out of it. So then I worked, uh, doing like a lot of customer service stuff. I taught music for a little while. Um, I, and then I would do like the occasional gig and yeah. And that's, you know pretty much was my existence until I had kids. And then I stayed home with my children for a while because that mm. is in itself. Yeah, my mom stopped working job. with the kids. Right. When she when she and, and it's expensive. Childcare is expensive. So honestly, it was more affordable for me to not work <laughs> than to get childcare. But the it was, um, yeah. And then once my oldest hit, uh, or my youngest hit uh, kindergarten, I started working again. And I started working at my yoga school do, doing the administrative management stuff. And then I uh, became a yoga teacher. Before the training, you were doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, so not like a super interesting career life, but you know, like it was, it was. Well, I beg to differ. I think that's exactly why you bring a certain character to the class is yeah. you, the background in music and vocal performance. I mean, right? It like, does help, like yeah. with the uh, like dynamic and speaking and um, bringing energy to things. Also, like just being able to stand and hold because you're using your uh, diaphragm so much yeah. to talk for 90 minutes talking straight. Talking for 90 minutes. Talking. Like, you know, I talk like, a lot, but I, I usually end the podcast after an hour. You know? Yeah, well, like, <laughs> I'm talking you, half the time, though. Right. You know? People get tired. Your voice gets tired. You really have to use your diaphragm to do it. Otherwise, you're straining And you're your standing up the whole time. Yeah, pretty like... much. Yeah, standing for a long time. So, I mean, it's. it's you ever thought about teaching from, from a couch? <laughs> <laughs> When they were doing the Zoom classes, that's what teachers were doing. They were sitting on the couch, drinking their coffee, yeah. watching the students on on the screen. So it was wait, it was, it was a, uh, a, like a Zoom training that you did? No, like when over the pandemic, oh. classes were available. Oh right, Zoom. so they got to sit on the couch. The yeah, teachers. so the teacher would sit on the couch or wherever. Well, how would you heat? Your, how would you would you go in like your your shower, your bathroom, and just like. You could. Waste water? Like, how the hell do you get I, that hot? I did a space heater in Oh, my right, room, the space heater. And, but it never got that hot. I mean, it was just like 80 degrees. Right. You know, and then you create heat with your breath. Right. So when you do pranayama, you're moving the breath through the body. It does help to heat you up. And then the final breathing also, like, literally means breath of fire. So that also heats the body up again. So, yeah. yeah. So, I was curious about... Um, because there's obviously places in the world where it's like at hot yoga temperatures, so you can yeah, just like yes. go outside. Yes, well, that's what, how it started. Like Bikram bought it over in India, right? From India, because in India it was always like a hundred degrees while they were practicing and and humid, and so he brought it over to and was like, we need to create these conditions for people to practice in, so they can really feel their bodies the way that we do in India when we practice. So that's, yeah. that was the thing. Wow, yeah. so it was it kind of birthed out of fire. Right, exactly. This, this practice. So, mm -hmm. you know, what I, but what I'm curious about is, is there a specific humidity level as well that oh, we yeah. target? Yeah, I mean, it's like supposed to be 105 degrees, 40% humidity. Um, so yeah. that's where, I guess in Miami, sometimes it feels so hot. Right. Like you're like, oh, we could just do yoga outside, but it's like, it's, it's a little too humid. humid to... in Miami. Because then you, you don't drip schools. as much, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Like it'll Ugh. stick on you and then, I mean. And then the air feels so thick, like you're just swimming into it, really. It's... Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah. I do have a favorite high yoga spot in Miami yeah. Beach that I go to. That's great. Um. And it's a blessing when it's around, you know, yeah. and it's kind of like one of my requirements for my neighborhood. Yeah, so, that's a good call. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, actually, I've, I've made some good friends even uh, in Miami who are yogis. Just like a wacky bunch, you know. It's just yeah. like, uh, I don't know, like ex-drug addicts, you know. Just like, <laughs> well, there are here, too. There's a bunch of people. Like it's... Maybe it should be more prescribed for uh, people who had drug problems or something. Well, you know? and did you know, like, I mean, they even still in India, they would prescribe specific yoga postures right. for different ailments. And it really is. It's, like, super helpful for a, a host of things. And a lot of... Um, a lot of uh, former addicts and stuff help it use it as meditation to help them focus in and still their minds to be a little bit more comfortable with themselves where they're at so yeah i mean it is it is useful that for that kind of thing too it's it's good for so many things mm. it's just such a, a therapeutic practice 
It's so good for your body. It helps you get in shape, it builds flexibility and strength and balance. Um, but then it also like, you know, like it helps with like your spine, like you, you heal your mm. spine by compressing it and then releasing it and letting the freshly oxygenated blood flow back through it in the compression after the compression. So it's like, it's just, it's such a cool, amazing thing we get to do. And it's just by moving your body around, you know, like just through movement. So, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, some people, I guess it's the one thing about Bikram is like, you could argue there's no creativity of the postures in terms of mm, every class being right, the same. same. So, but that's, we were, I mean, this is where, you know, in life, a lot of the best things are routine, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and there's it's some comfort there. But I think also like your every day is different, you know, like the room might feel a little bit different yeah. or your body might feel different. Like if you come in hungover, it's going to be a way different class than if you're coming in like if being I'm off sugar for this month or whatever, you right. know, like gluten free this month doing your little cool, whatever you're doing, you know, like you're going to feel different, different oh, yeah. days. And so like learning your body is part of it, you know, like you're getting to know how your body feels in different circumstances, learning to breathe when it's uncomfortable you know, doing it all. So it's, there's a lot of interest that can be found even in those repetitive movements, which, I mean, I've, I've found it endlessly interesting and I've taken, you know, like I practice almost every day, pretty much every day. And then, um, and I do those same postures every day and I I'll never get bored. I never get bored of it. Right. You know? Well, it's, yeah, it's really uh, special uh, what people, when they find a comfort zone in something where, it's still a challenge. It's like you still have a bunch of challenges on you. So how you handle, how you feel through those challenges is always a little different. Mm -hmm. um, and as long as it's a good thing for you to be overcoming these challenges, yeah. um, then it kind of heals you and, and you know makes you yeah. feel good, which is important because you right. carry that energy. You really, I mean, when you start your day, starting your day is very important to harness energy from the sun, from gratitude, mm -hmm. from you know, exercise and then be the best ver version of yourself for the afternoons, for, mm. you know, when your family needs you, for when your, your job needs you, um, you know, and people have different schedules, but that, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to have, be very much a robot, you know, and, and that, mm -hmm. that's like, I keep reminding myself that every day mm -hmm. because I am a robot in many mm -hmm. ways, but it's okay. As long as you bring that energy to others and trust me, life will give you enough opportunities to uh, have variety and be creative and travel and um, you know yeah. variety will get thrown at you challenges new right. challenges will get thrown at you um, yeah. so yeah I mean it's okay it's that's what practice is called right, right. I mean when, when yeah. NBA players go and they shoot shoot around a lot of times it's very similar what they're right. doing they're shooting threes like I go around the world Usually before the podcast, mm -hmm. <laughs> I have to like get my shots in mm -hmm. and it's the same, but it still mm -hmm. feels good and different. And yeah, there's some thoughts that flow in every time yeah. different, right? Those are fun to see like where the, where are the thoughts coming in? Like, what is my soul telling me? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, around this time of the podcast, we start asking, um, obviously, you know, we, we know some about you, you know, mm -hmm. you, um, you had a music background, you have kids, you like mm -hmm. yoga. What is one, uh, I guess, healthy habit, morning habit, or something that we can learn from you, mm. maybe? Something that you think makes you who you are and uh, is, you know, beneficial? Oh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. 
Um, it's uh, I, I do stick to a pretty clean diet and it does help a lot with, I also have uh, an autoimmune disease of ulcerative colitis, which is like no fun at all. Um, so I, I stick to a really clean diet because I just get sick really easily if I don't. Mm. And so, um, yeah, that's been probably my best thing is just sticking to a clean diet and, and then finding routine and consistency in my day so I don't get too stressed because that's one of the other triggers for it is stress. So, um, yeah, and then like having that regular practice, daily practice is really good. I, I do find that it helps to have some time of meditation, time of stillness every day. And, you know, like it can be a spiritual practice for you or, or less so like looking just for um, whatever you're looking for, you know, like if it's a, a thing between you and God or a thing um, just for yourself to slow things down, to be mindful of things. Um, but I, I've found that that's been a very helpful part of my life, my, my whole existence. I usually have spent time in the morning um, doing some kind of meditative work um, since I was like a junior higher wow. I started doing that and and yeah but um, and that's like it's really good for your brain just to quiet things down to be like let me just be still here in this moment focus on the breath focus on you know like um, quieting everything and and being in the stillness just being with yourself how do you just be right you know and then because we're constantly doing, how do you just be? So yeah, that's probably one of the more yeah. useful things, but yeah. Um, hmm. Those are, those are the, the main parts of me. I, I, I think, um, yeah, the, the other interesting thing that I've been doing lately, I'm training for competition and, um, this weekend is nationals yoga nationals competition you're competing for hot for, yoga for, no for yoga just yoga practice oh. so do we do uh i think six postures seven postures what are the hardest ones or what? Uh, well it's whatever you want you have to do an inversion a lift a traction of the spine a backward bend of the spine and a, a forward compression and then i'm missing something there's for sure there's yoga that. competitions yes yoga well i thought like i was like the whole thing about yoga is like it is not a competition it's like, <laughs> so true it's so true it's not a competition but there are yoga competitions and it is more about like it's it's really just like an opportunity for like the yoga community because it's not huge to get to gather together and be it's like hey let's it's go a, do these and then we we find yeah. this little opportunity to demonstrate and practice the present moment for three minutes up there uh, on stage. And so you do these postures and you do your best. And it's just really about to, like, like you're working towards this goal. You're um, challenging yourself. And so that's also helped keep interest in my practice too, because I'm doing like all the training for it. Back bends down the wall every day. Um, lots and lots of bar work like using a ballet bar doing can i just like youtube work. this like the yeah the winning performances oh of yeah you yoga? can go to usa yoga they have a, uh, a youtube page and this weekend on friday saturday sunday you can watch it up live um wow. and i'm competing second to last on saturday what so which is a terrible time to compete i'll be cold second to last that's like prime time <laughs> no it's awful are you gonna be like, on like 
like NBC, like oh, taking no. over the Olympics? No, or? but ESPN Yoga will be there. So There's ESPN cool. Yoga? Yes, I do not know. I guess they're one of those How, buttons, right? They have right. all the sports. They've got they finally all the sports. put a yoga button on there. They put a yoga button on <laughs> there. So ESPN and yoga will be there. I think some other um, sports thing will be there. But yeah, it's fun. It's really cool. I, I'm not I'm not a contender for a top spot at all. I'm more doing it just for my own practice to grow. So yeah, so cool. Fun. This is like inspiring me to like, yeah. I don't know. I never got excited. I, I mean, I'm not someone who gets excited by competition usually. Mm. Actually, I don't really, but I think I'm excited just to watch the best doing yoga since I yeah. do a lot of yoga. So it's like, I'll just get all these ideas. And right. Like, then you can try um, new things. And that's like the most beautiful thing about towards. the Olympics being back is right. like seeing the people at the peak of their sport and their joy. Right. Like that just gets me out of bed in the morning. Like exactly. <laughs> I do the swimming and track highlights and we're like, yeah. yeah, I'm just like, yeah, get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that, all that dopamine and cortisol, right. like it, it fuels me and it's like, it's beautiful to see. So it really is. that's where it's watching awesome. the best at, at their best is, yeah. um, you it's know, super I mean, fun. it's, it's important and that's important to look up to the heroes, right. Mm -hmm. Of, uh, the world of the town. That's kind of what this podcast is all about is like kind of guiding, uh, our, our respect of the great people in town who we can learn from. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, for example, People have been going to your classes all over town mm -hmm. and they, they notice something's a bit different about you. Mm -hmm. For some reason, you're a bit more, um, you know, it's a bit more of like a bird song than other mm -hmm. instructors. And why so? Well, we're finding out why so. And mm -hmm. anyone who listens to this is going to enjoy your classes a lot oh, more. Thanks. So that's why I love shining a light on just great people, great mm -hmm. stories. Who are some people in Chicago, maybe not even in the yoga community, that you know you respect uh you you know you, you think are interesting characters might be interesting mm. to interview who are some other people yeah um like chefs or oh uh, i do well my cousin is a great chef he's uh he opens restaurants all over the city currently he's an owner at rootstock wine bar on um, uh it's like where is that at? it's in like humboldtish up by Augusta in Chicago, somewhere okay. around there. Um, I might that may have been the wrong address. Sorry, Andrew. His name's Andrew. Andrew. And, and well, Duncan. Yeah. He goes by Duncan. Andrew Duncan Biddulph, and he's a great chef. Um, and he's like opened all kinds of restaurants, done all kinds of things, made all kinds of food. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm mostly in touch with the yoga community. Obviously, uh, there's a guy. His name is Ricardo at he practices at Bi yoga in Andersonville and he is an iron man like former iron man like done the, all of the um those crazy ridiculous races but now he practices yoga and he does it every day like sometimes two or three times a day and he's crazy about yoga he is a for sure an interesting character does he teach or no he's just he's just a fanatic he, he's just a fanatic but he's he's so funny i think he works in like tech doing stuff for um like a, a pharmaceutical company or something like that i might be wrong but yeah like there's all kinds there's so many interesting people in chicago right like everywhere you go you meet somebody new and you're like wow there's like all kinds but you know all right what do you love about chicago besides the people oh my gosh i love chicago i've lived here my whole life like in and around chicago and 
I mean, it's the best summertime city in the world, 100%. Like, it's so great in the summertime. And there's, like, the lake. You have the skyline. There's so much to do. There's, like, uh, always so much culture, museums, world-class theater and music and, you know, like, and and everything is at your doorstep. You know, like, you walk outside, you've got, I mean, like, here you've got the barbershop you've got restaurants you've got you know like everything you need you can walk to your yoga school like all in walking distance how great is that you know and then it's just such a i don't know like out of cities it's a community more than a lot of cities are you know where people like i, I talk to people at the bus stop or you know mm -hmm. like waiting for a um the light to change like when you're walking down the street you know, like I shared a sandwich with some random guy once, you know, like it's just, I mean, you do, you meet people everywhere here and it's, people are genuinely friendly and genuinely looking for community around them. And I think that's just, um, I think that's awesome about Chicago. I, I love it. Yeah. No, I mean, I've made so many friends here in so yeah. little time that, uh, yeah, you gotta say part of it is um i do get around quite a bit like i'm always out like yeah. i'm always doing different activities sports leagues yeah uh, you name it but at the same time there's that midwestern um little charm and joy and right. there's also the summer flip right? right you know people have extra energy in the summer yeah um, they know special time yeah <laughs> to enjoy and awesome. the hardest part is just the, the fomo on weekends like getting around <laughs> to all the, the festivals yeah. and events yeah, right and like just checking off stuff um, you know, I, I love travel so much where mm. I'm pretty efficient. I can drop into a town in like 24 hours and have like an amazing experience yeah, just nice. moving around a lot. Yeah. So for me, that's Saturdays here are like, wow, like mm. there's so much to check out and like, it's such a cultural experience. Right. And totally. Um, but you, it, it is a big city though. You got to move yeah. around a bit, you know, and, yeah. uh, and there's a lot to explore. I mean, like different neighborhoods. I went to South Loop the other day and you're just surrounded by these big, beautiful buildings and it's just like so cool, you know, but then like around here, like then it's a little more neighborhoody or if you go north, it's even more neighborhoody and diverse and like you go to India town or you can go south to Chinatown and you like there's so much, so much culture to experience so many different places to go around the city to explore. It's like it's just fun. It's so fun. It is. Okay, so one last question. All right. Um, so I'm interested because you said diet's very important for you. Yeah. Um, what are some of your favorite restaurants? Maybe like, obviously they're probably veggie based or whatever. Yeah, I don't some know. Of them, like, yeah. I'm, but yeah. I'm not a I'm not a vegetarian. You still eat meat sometimes. But I, I do eat meat. I'm just really careful about what I eat. So uh, I love like really good rotisserie chicken. The spot Nando's does it really good. Oh yeah, Nando's I love good. for some reason a lot of times my yoga my yoga mornings mm. line up with after I eat meat. It's like I don't know. I actually don't mind working out doing mm. yoga with meat in my belly. I'm no, just like that's kind of like settled, and I'm just like ah wow. Like and I it's weird, but like I just like get high on it. And like yeah. anyway, I I that's why I call my yoga yoga for meat lovers on yeah. Saturdays. <laughs> Because I have like a full stomach from Friday night usually, yeah, but that's hilarious. I don't know. I do like hot yoga with some chicken. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of cool that you're not completely 
um, yeah, you know, that, stream, I mean, boom. But yeah, yeah it's I, good. I prefer like the grass fed beef if I'm going to do yeah. beef. I don't eat a ton of meat in general, but I do, like, I can't give it up. I love a good burger. Uh, um, in Andersonville, there is a place called uh, Little Bad Wolf. Oh my God, I've been wanting to go there so bad. Like, everyone's told me about that. Burger in the world. I, I think it's better than Au Cheval, honestly. I've got a good burger. The, the bacon at Au Cheval is really good. So wait, good. What, what, te- what tells it but, for me is uh, the thickness of the patty. Okay, I, I like, so no, I like no, no, no. asking not... for like, I even ask rare because by the time it gets me or whatever, it becomes medium rare. Yeah. Like Kuma's Corner has a thick patty. Yeah, that's, that's really nice. good. They do. So at, at uh, Little Bad Wolf, it's not thick patties. They're thinner ones, but they do four of them. And they stack them. Oh, it's one of those four of them. Okay. And then then they put the bacon on it, the fried egg, crispy fried onions, and then like an aioli sauce or something. You know, it's just. (laughs) I'm like a minimalist though, Mm, so I love I I love like a quality grass fed thick patty that like you get juicy red when you bite in. Your place then that's Uh, not that thing. I got cheeseburger baby in Miami. Mm. She hooks it up for me. Yeah. Kumas Corner. I know they have some drama, some stuff, some stuff in the news, but. As far as the burger go, they know how to do they it. They do um, a good burger. It's and, true. And the, all of their different styles of burger are fun. Yeah. I, I finally had, like, a true Chicago experience, like, Sunday night. Like, mm. after... Or, like, La Puz, I had Lumanati sliced for the first time. And then I was like, wow, this is, like... I keep saying this word, forbidden fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, yeah, this is so rich. And I love having one tiny slice, but I would never, like, do this on a reg. Yeah. And then I was still hungry because that was, like, all I ate all day. Mm. And, like... At night, at the end, I, I went over and I got uh, uh, I think a Wiener Circle over there. I got my one of my first like true Chicago hot dogs besides Portillos, oh, and I was yeah. like, you know, this ain't all that bad. Like this is like they have some like vegetables on here, like a tomato and and Chicago like, and style. It's basically a salad on a hot that's dog. That's what I was saying. Like this feels right. like it's like a salad. You got, you've got the giant pickle. You've got the sport peppers, the tomatoes. Sometimes we put real actual bell peppers even on oh, there. Yeah, you can do it that um, way. And it's, it's not so even good. pork, right? A lot of times it's beef hot dog, right? Yeah, yeah, kosher. It's co- yeah, kosher beef, like little salad on there. Mm-hmm. I was just like it's mind really blown. Bad. Yeah, so yeah. it's a fun experience. It's you know where else yeah. has really good meat and all kinds of meat is uh, Frontier. Have you heard oh, of yeah? Frontier? Where's that? Uh, I don't remember, uh, but it's just look it up on Google. It's so good. They do um, weird stuff, like they do buffalo and duck and rabbit and okay. boar and like all the. Oh, kinds I did of see things. that. I did see that. I did see it's, Frontier. It's, yeah. um, I almost did can, a happy hour there. Yeah, you can do a, like a, order a whole roast pig, you know, or something like that there. But they they have really great. They have a good burger that's very thick, but I think it's buffalo. Buffalo based. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm open to it. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Well, I love this. This is like not what yeah. I expected. Closing out the convo with a yogi about meat. <laughs> meat. Such so loving about meat. Hey, but I that's... do mostly eat smoothies, honestly. Oh, Most you're a of smoothie? my days, smoothies. So, you know. I, What's I'm... like? You just throwing all the kale in there and right, stuff? A lot of kale, bananas, and then some protein powder, and you're like. No, I make love to my fruit. Like, when I I, I have my banana, my, my Granny Smith. <laughs> Green apple. I am addicted to those two. Like a little half, a little like afternoon snack in between yeah. lunch and dinner. Nice. Like I literally have to have my banana and green apple. Yeah, I have a banana a day, and then a lot of blueberries or or something else. You know, pineapple or. You know. I used to put like peanut butter on it, but it's good enough by itself now yeah. that I just. I do like the pe- banana peanut butter combination though is a really nice. If you it's add so good. Cinnamon and honey. Okay, to but it, it gets too good. It's too it's, good. Then it's dessert <laughs> and it's just delightful. 
that I guess I've become a little more disciplined, but I not I just enjoyed the banana experience. Yeah, good. And then, uh, good for you. Berry. If I chew myself, it'll be with like organic raspberries and blackberries. Mm. I love berries. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're just great antioxidants, and yeah, for sure. You know, sometimes I'll pop some gojis, goji <laughs> berries, but you know that's that's a little dried out and not as yeah, not I'm as not succulent. I'm not a huge fan personally of gojis. Yeah, but, it's okay. You know, whatever. It's a poor man's raspberry. Poor man's raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean that's it's I don't know I, yeah. I guess organic raspberries. Yeah, you you buy like organic raspberry and blackberries. Mm -hmm. That's that's like uh, ten bucks a week, forty right. bucks a month. It's like a gym membership. That so is, like you are committing to that. That is a commitment. You, know, you gotta like, eat it, make the most of it. And anyway, Whole Foods don't don't uh, whole don't deny. Whole we don't paycheck. have to talk too much about it. We know it's good. We know it's good for us. <laughs> But, you know, enjoying yeah. life, enjoying the good things, yes, like good. some really good meat sometimes. And right. most of all, Balance. Exercise, exercise, sweating out yeah. all the naughty. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wow. So I hope more people take up hot yoga and check Me it too. out. Uh, obviously, you can 105 is a great network. It's yes. all over Chicago. They're fantastic. Um, and, uh, you know, easy to find them on Google or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just try it out. Do one class. Um, you know, it's it's really, I think it's most sustainable and affordable as a once a week practice. Mm. Uh, and it's truly becomes uh, an addictive part of your week uh, that is just truly special and necessary nice. almost. You know, actually when I stopped doing it, I was getting like night sweats. Like uh, when I wasn't sweating out at hot yoga. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, well, also it was, I was a little out. hotter than ideal in my, uh, in my apartment at the time. Yeah. But... Yeah, it becomes an, a good addiction, which That's good. Um, I think a lot of people can still discover. So, yeah. really, thank you, Sarah, for coming today. Thank you for having me. It was one me. of my funner conversations because uh, I love yoga and Yay. look forward to seeing you around. I know it's been changing up a lot, the schedule, right. but I think you'll definitely be coming through again for in sure. the future. Yeah. Um, so, keep crushing it. Thanks. Um And hope to see you in the competition this Saturday. Yay. I'm going to try to watch it. Awesome. Have All fun. Right. All right. Namaste. Namaste.